Your attention, please. Welcome in to another episode of Yap Chicago. Again, as always, we appreciate you hitting play on wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You can follow the show on Instagram at Yap Chicago or on Twitter at Yap Chicago underscore. You can also call us and leave us a message at 312-985-6006. As always, this episode is brought to you by Tribe Coffee Co. Early mornings, afternoon pick-me-ups, or even for that nighttime cafecito. And also, the Cafe de Year Cold Brew now available. Visit TribeCoffeeCo.com and use promo code YAPSHY for 10% off of your order. TribeCoffeeCo.com, promo code YAPSHY, Y-A-P-C-H-I, all together. I'm your host, Edgar Perez. Please, what it do, baby? And welcome into Yap Chicago. A day early. Normally we do this a day after, right? And if we do, or not uh, at all. We're not on schedule, <laughs> not at all, on the regular scheduled date. And then we can just do a weekend special for some reason. But we're here today, a day early. Why? Football, baby. Because football's back. And you know why else? We don't want to be bothered on Thursday. <laughs> and you know why else? Andy Dalton's our quarterback. We're not there yet, <laughs> We're not there. We have plenty of time <laughs> to be angry and uh, upset about the Bears. We'll get into the Bears a little later. Um, I mean, I guess we can't really talk about the Thursday night game, even though tonight, the night we're recording is Wednesday, the night before the official kickoff of the season. Again, this is why we're recording it early, is because we want to watch the football game in peace. Yeah, it looks it's like exciting. it's actually going to be a decent game, too. Yeah. A decent game. Uh, Zach Martin for the Cowboys isn't going to play because he got some COVID issues he's dealing with. But the rest of the team looks back healthy. CD Lamb's back from he had his COVID issues too. Honestly, I feel like that's going to be like kind of a precursor of the season. The fact that COVID is already you know taking play on the first game of the season. Yeah, that's going to be something that we're going to have to look for look towards for the rest of the season. It's it, whether people are vaccinated or not. Um, once again, we're tr- not trying to get political, but that stuff matters. And we talked a little bit about it last time about Cam yeah. Newton. Mm-hmm. It's going to pop up in the middle of the season where someone's going to have to miss an important game because of it. More than likely, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to it's gonna happen. We're already seeing it in preseason before the, the season even kicks off. I'm sure even to some extent, some fantasy football players took that into consideration. Yeah, I feel like you would have to. Yeah, of course. You don't want to miss a week. You're big. Uh, one of your studs missing a week because of COVID. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, we don't want to get it political, but we've both been clear on what side of uh, the vaccination side we're on. Bovid is out there, baby. It's out there. Cause when Cap was out of here, he told you COVID's out of here, blood. I mean, you know, COVID, that Delta out of here. <laughs> get your vaccines. Hopefully, if you do still catch it and it's mild. Yeah. And for you just get the sniffles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For tomorrow's game, we we talked about it beforehand. There's really two outcomes. Like, oh shit, the Cowboys actually pulled it off. Dak is alive. Their offense is really good. Or Tom Brady is old as fuck and still working teams in the NFL and shit. I know we talked about it in the last episode. Where do you where do you stand again with that game? So you know what this this is actually going to be something very important and a lesson for everyone to learn mm. because I originally took Cowboys. Plus, plus yep. the points. I believe it was seven and a half. Right. Um, something we ta- wanted to talk about today was also gambling and pointers and tips. 
And sometimes it's not only about who you pick, but it's about when you pick it. Mm -hmm. So now that we're closer, I would actually change my pick and make it to Bucks minus eight and a half, even though it's a point more because Zach Martin's not there. It's just a little bit more important that that defensive line is going to, you know, get that much quicker to deck. And is he going to be able to take those hits in his first game? Yeah. So that's going to be my number one tip already for gambling. It's going to be the fact when you pick a line, when you pick something, is sometimes more important than who you pick. Yeah, it really is. If you if you see a line early when the lines are released, and I mean we were scrolling through it earlier, I we there's <laughs> lines set way in advance, way in advance. Gambling is awesome and scary, but <laughs> do not wait till Sunday morning to get your picks in. You should Correct. be already have been looking at the board since month since Tuesday, ideally Wednesday before even the Thursday game kicks off. When they actually announced the schedules, I sent you like a fourteen parlay <laughs> that I was like, I'm gonna put it on know. there. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. We haven't seen a, a look of preseason. And we don't know what's going on with injuries, but it looks good. And yeah, and honestly, like that—that's an example. It was—it's been less than a week because we recorded what on Friday. Yes. So how the fuck like that one point? Even though it's harder for the Bucks to get it, it looks like it's going to be easier for them to get because of COVID and things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, that Zach Martin news really pushed the number that far. I remember when the news first broke, the number didn't really move, but I guess the money was just coming in on the Bucks that they had to they had, had, made, they had adjust. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like <laughs> th- this week, we noticed that there's a lot of even lines, and what I mean by that, it's uh, lines that that can actually push. So plus three, plus four, plus one. Um, going one way or the other. This one went a full point. It went from 7.5 to 8.5. So that means they didn't even want to settle with the 8. They actually pushed it a full 8.5. Yeah. Do, do you like betting even numbers? or do you? Uh, I feel like for me, I always want to look for the hook. But that's mainly because I either want to lose or not lose. I don't want to sweat a game and then push at the end of the day. I, it's, it's a terrible mindset. <laughs> but, yeah, because most good gamblers are like... That that half point might be you know the difference between you winning or not or pushing right, but I I kind of have the same philosophy like I'm not here to waste time I'm here to either no. win money or lose money exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, what more of a waste? I'm not going to be like oh man that was such a good game I'm glad I got I my money got back. my money back right. It's like no I'm either, it's going to be a great game and I I I feel even better because I have an extra whatever in my pocket or it's like fuck that was a good game but kind of sucks I I was on the wrong side of there yeah and honestly this week. For a week one, it's a pretty good slate. It's a pretty good fucking board. Yeah, we went through it earlier. It's a lot of good matchups, a lot of good storylines. We, I took a look at the schedule, and I wanted to pick out a couple games that I had my eye on. I'm going to let you go first because I feel like you have the more uh, popular opinionated picks. So what's your first pick? So first pick, even though they are the evil empire for us, it's going to be the Green Bay Packers versus the New Orleans Saints. And the reason that I say that it's an interesting game is because, one, the whole Aaron Rodgers saga that happened over the offseason where he showed up late late to training camp. Um, there was a lot of drama when it came to him and the GM. Um, he made a big push to get Randall Cobb. So is he going to try to like prove himself right and kind of overcorrect and kind of force feed him or try to see what exactly is going on? Is he in good shape? Is he in football shape? And then the other one is Jameis Winston, starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Is he going to be the best quarterback now that he has LASIK? 
you can finally see down the field, I guess. <laughs> he, he did throw that one dime against yeah. the Bears. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. Like, can he see the linebacker now? Like, that's that's the question. He's like, oh, man, you guys have been standing there the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, though. But and, and I, I feel like this game is going to be important for, like, picks down the line. Because this is going to set them up for, all right, this team is for real. Like, the Saints, they have a pretty good, like, overall roster. So if the main question is quarterback there for them. Exactly. So if he shows that he's capable or good, then that I feel like that's going to push their line and it's going to be something to look forward to. If the Packers start off rocky, then it's going to be something that's going to be important for them because maybe Aaron Rodgers isn't in shape. Maybe Aaron Rodgers isn't in game game shape and going to be able to just pick up where he left off as an MVP last year. Yeah, that game's a three twenty five Chicago time kickoff and they're not playing in the dome. Because of uh, Hurricane Ida. Yep, they're going to New Orleans. They're going to be in Jacksonville, and it's the Packers three and a half point favorites. Saints plus three and a half. Uh, both minus one ten odds. I I personally would take the Packers just because last year we were ahead of it when it came to the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. Yeah. We we talked about it. Yeah, I think this year it's going to be the similar thing where he's going to be like, you know what? I don't fucking need the GM. I'm gonna. This is the last. Last year was the revenge. So this is like the, the fuck you tour. The fuck you tour. Like yeah. y'all gonna miss me when I'm gone. And then, <laughs> and then Jameis Winston. I think this is gonna be the uh, you know, fucking Champagne is gonna show that he's a good coach because Jameis Winston is gonna play better, but he's still gonna show that he's not you know above average quarterback. Yeah, he's still gonna mix in Taysom Hill from time to time, especially if they see that Jameis is struggling early. I mean. They might go to taste him a little earlier then, not not to take over as a, as a starter, but just mix in more plays for him early yeah. on. And maybe down the line, if Jameis continues to struggle, then maybe they do hand it over to Taysom Hill. But that is something to see. All right, that's your first pick of the two. My first pick is going to be the New York Jets visiting the Carolina Panthers. That's a noon kickoff. The Panthers are at home, and they are home favorite minus four and a half. I've questions about both sides on the Jets it's obviously Robert Salah taking over as head coach obviously they're drafting Zach Wilson I wasn't a a big fan of Zach Wilson I mean I know he wasn't impressive in in college but I just felt and I'm not I'm not a college scout per se I'm just merely basing it off what I've seen here and there to me it looks like he's a little small he's really young and he looks like it and he definitely looks like a little kid out there <laughs> High school musical quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So to me, I really want to see how he handles the game speed of a regular season, especially starting game one. Especially being in New York. Being in New York, how he's going to handle the Jets pressure. The Jets, which I would argue Jets fans are rowdier than the Giants fans. Agreed. So you're going into New York. You're starting week one as a rookie, as a freaking baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how he, how he handles it. I mean, he's on the road, so I guess that's. I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing for for rookie quarterbacks to get your start on the road, to kind of you know, there's really no pressure. To, everyone's already against you. Against you, you. Yeah. you might as well zone in and focus on your teammates as opposed to your own fans booing you if you start off rocky. Exactly. That's on the Jets side of the ball. On the Panthers side of the ball, obviously Christian McCaffrey's back after his injury last year. The wide receiver core looks really good and really you, good. You got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson on either side. Terrence Marshall Jr., the rookie out of LSU. Coming in the slot, and of course, Sam Darnold revenge game. Sam Darnold revenge game against the Jets. We've we've he's touched. Looking, the, he's looking across the across <laughs> the line, across the sidelines, 
at the Jets with their new toy, little Zach, little Zach Wilson out there running around his headband. They have the same comb over here. And he's like, look here. <laughs> Fuck it. That they, used to be my team. They're going to spit you out just like they spit me out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I, th- I think I think Sam Donald's going to come out with a little 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 chip on his shoulder. He's going to want to take it to his old team. And, and he has the tools to get it done. And do you believe... So once again, I said we were going to give little tips, pointers, the stuff that we believe in. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about our dumb sports brain when it comes to the revenge game? The revenge game is definitely a real thing. <laughs> you can't tell me any different. <laughs> Even if we have stats to prove that it means nothing. We, yeah, exactly. It's it's one hundred percent a thing. Whenever a, a player, I say a pretty skillful. You mean he can't be just a, a bum that right. just jumping from team to team. If a player that at one point was seen as a possible impact player on their old team goes to a new a new team and they visit their old squad, he has a little extra, little extra chip on this on their shoulder. Our stupid brains. Are like he's gonna go off. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was looking at putting Sam Darnold into our weekly fantasy. I was just like, he's a little cheap. <laughs> like you could probably match him up with fucking more. Or I'm not gonna talk about my strategy, but I'm <laughs> not gonna say that's something I didn't already consider. Yep. And I was just like, okay, okay. But anyway, I mean, we saw a, an example of that in the preseason with Mitch Trubisky coming in and taking it to the Bears. I know we were cocky. We were thinking it's uh, it's just Mitch or whatever, but. It's a Super Bowl. Whenever you make a pick, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to mention. Whenever you make a pick and it turns out to be wrong, you should always take the time to at least look at the pick that you got wrong and see if your process was right or what you overlooked or what you didn't think about. That is an actually uh, astute thing to do when you're gambling, especially. Mm -hmm. So this is what I tell a lot of my friends that just started gambling because it became legal in Illinois. True. A lot of times they just look, did you win or lose? And I understand when you start off, you're like, I don't want to lose my money. And even, you know, a seasoned gambler, you don't want to lose your money, obviously. But you want to have a process in place. You don't want to just throw shit at the wall, have an eight-game parlay, and do a bunch of eight-game parlays. And, you know, hopefully one of them hits and Mm -hmm. I end up making my money and you end up losing all of them. That's That's... (laughs) Honestly, that's that's not how you make money long term. You you may be able to hit one, you may be able to hit a couple at the beginning of it, but it's not a good process to have. I would say also, this isn't a tip. I'm just going off what you said, parlay, and this, this came into my mind. It's almost a bad thing if you hit a parlay early, because then you just think they're fucking easy. It's gonna be cakewalk, and I'm gonna do this every week. Exactly. You're like, why would I bet one game when I could bet six of them all together? And fucking, at plus thirty thousand, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that's happened to me one year before when I when I first started dabbling in gambling, I hit a big parlay, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna do this all the time." Right, yeah, and it, now I've, I've I've reeled it back to just selecting just picks, just one pick, one game here, one game there. Maybe I'll mix in a parlay, but that's just for fun. I'll throw like five bucks on it or something. And, and for a lot of these games, we we spoke about them beforehand <laughs> before starting to record, and we were, you know, it was a toss up game. And honestly, you don't have to bet on every game. Obviously, you're gonna the first week you're gonna bet a lot more than you normally do, just because you're hyper about. You're just excited. Yeah, you're excited. The season started, and yeah, you got a fresh bankroll. You wanna you wanna throw out some picks. But if you don't, if you don't have like a hard belief on a game, you do not have to gamble on it. Yeah, stay away, stay away. Um, my second game is actually going to be the Kansas City Chiefs minus five and a half point favorites at home against the Cleveland Browns. 
that I believe is going to be a big storyline for the AFC um, because both of them are projected to be number one in their division. Everyone is saying that Kansas City Chiefs have righted the ship when it comes to their offensive line. The Cleveland Browns, everyone is saying that their entire team is stacked. The one question mark, Baker Mayfield, is he going to be able to you know, lead the ship? They even got better on defense, even though they had a pretty good defense last year. They got better on defense by adding Jadavian Clowney. So it's it's going to be a good test right off the bat for the Kansas City Chiefs because they have Jadavian Clowney, somebody that has probably a top five college football highlight. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you have Miles Garrett who will yep. rip your fucking helmet off and you would literally assault assault you <laughs> with your own equipment. And I think it's going to be a good test. It's also contrasting styles because you have the Browns who last year like to rush the ball a lot. They have fucking Chubb. They have Hunt. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty steady offense as opposed to the Chiefs where they're just like, fuck it, go deep. Right. You have Tyreek Hill. You have Travis Kelsey. You have uh, McCall Hardman. And let's see if uh, what Edwards Alaire is actually going to be good this year. Let's see if he's, he's yeah. going to be anything. So I, I think that's going to be a good competitive game. Honestly, with five and a half, that might be something that I, I might pick the Browns on that one. If you're if you're getting five and a half points, I think it's going to be that close and their styles align well against the Chiefs where they may be able to hold the ball enough where it is a close game at the end. Yeah, plus also you would figure that would be Cleveland's kind of uh, game plan is to run the ball out. You want to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands as much as possible for that game, so they're going to try to have sustained long drives by running the ball with those two backs you said. Also, Odell Beckham's back in the fold, so we'll see Shady how Baker. <laughs> forgot, I completely forgot about that story. <laughs> completely forgot about that you said that. But uh, yeah, that is interesting to see how Baker and uh, and Odell Beckham kind of how their Coach relationship this. is now that he's back in the mix. Yeah, because the offense did actually start to take flight when OBJ got hurt, so it's going to be yeah. interesting to see if they can yeah. kind of rein him in and you know not make him. I know heating ass sector is going to hate this, but not just only do slants. Right. Like run, run another fucking route, OBJ, please. But it always works. <laughs> always works. <laughs> also, potential playoff uh, matchup preview early on in week one. A lot of people have this as a possible AFC championship. championship. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why I said that it's going to be important for down the line as well because the teams are going to start 0 and 1, another one 1 and 0. Yep. It's going to give them a chance to get that seeding preference at, later on in the year. 3.25 p.m. Chicago time kickoff for uh, that Cleveland and KC. Oh, you got your, both of your games to watch are in the same time slot. We're going to have to figure Red out what zone. to do there. No, that's, that should be. Or you go somewhere that has a lot of televisions and you can watch separate shows. Or shouldn't that be separate? Fox CBS now? Uh, yeah, it should be. You're going to flip back and forth. You got two TVs set up. Projector. Got projected. That's what I was hey. saying. <laughs> we we out the hood. Where we at? Uh, <laughs> All right, my second game to watch is going to be the Miami Dolphins visiting the New England Patriots. Good fucking game. Patriots minus three and a half point favorite. That's a 325 Chicago game. Also, battle of the Alabama quarterbacks. Mac Jones, rookie, starting from day one for the Pats. A move that I know you say you weren't surprised. I was kind of surprised when they uh, named Mac Jones a starter and they cut Cam, Cam Newton. So that's the story that I'm watching. Again, seeing how he is able to run that Pats offense, how 
Bill Belichick envisions that he could be. If those flashes in the preseason, let's see if that carries over to the regular season. We all know it's a different beast. And the Dolphins' defense is good. So the Dolphins' good defense is very good. Last year, they were tied for 10th in sacks in the league. Mac Jones, we know. Who? Mac Jones. We know he's not a mobile quarterback. So let's see if that Miami pass rush can he get actually, home. He actually walks like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Mac Jones moving around in the pocket. In the pocket, sure. Can he break away? Who knows? That that I, I don't want to see that. Also, that Miami defense ranked six in pass, opponent passer rating last year. Looks like they're shutting down the passing game. Looks like they that's their point of emphasis. Yeah. So do you think everyone's going to be like mastermind Bill Belichick? Does that mean that he's going to lean heavy on the run game? Zig, while everyone sags, because everyone, everyone's going to be thinking about Mac Jones, do you give it to Damian Harris? I was gonna, Feed I think him the rock. I think it's going to be a heavy run game for the for the, for the the Patriots, for both teams, really. I mean, they really think two is going to let it fly? I can see if he throws it a little bit better than last year, just because they ha- So from what I heard is that the old offensive coordinator, Chan Gailey, literally had the offense that he had set up for Ryan Fitzpatrick when they were together, I believe, in Buffalo. Yeah. So he just brought that offense over. So it was kind of a offense tailored for Ryan Fitzpatrick. So it was stuff that Tua is not that good at. So they, I believe, it's weird. I think they have two offensive coordinators now. One really? Of, yeah, one of them is going to be calling plays. The other one helps install stuff during the week. Um, but with that being said, I think I think Tua is going to show that you know, he is a first-round quarterback. He has that feel of the game. And he also has his boy Waddle coming from Alabama to be wide receiver one for him if he can, you know. Mm-hmm. He has motherfucking speed for days. And some something that you brought up earlier was the fact that Mac Jones, is he going to be able to move around? Not only that, to avoid the sex, not only that, is he going to be able to move around to get those throws down, you know, in the secondary where the cornerbacks aren't going to be able to hold for that long? Is he going to be able to get those throws that he was getting off in Alabama? Because, let's be real, his fucking wide receivers in Alabama were the best. Yeah. Also, Brian Flores, former defensive coordinator for the Patriots. So, all we know that Bill Belichick's track record of rookie quarterbacks starting against him, not that great. Not that great for the rookies, I should say. Really good for Bill Belichick. So, we'll see if Brian Flores, but again, maybe because of that, Bill Belichick knows the style of defense that Brian Flores is going to want to run, so he knows weaknesses. I don't know. I think that's why all those things put together makes this an interesting game to watch. Uh, Let's see. I was going to say I'm going to lean the under, but I think the total is already pretty low. 43.5. Yeah, let's bring up something under there. I know no one likes to root for unders, but. That's actually going to be my play for the Bears-Rams game. Really? Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a little later. Let's, let's finish up here, uh, see if we got to touch on anything else. Wait, I don't think you gave a pick for Panthers-Jets. Oh, Panthers. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Panthers-Jets, that was Panthers at home, minus four and a half. Uh, I'll take that. I'll take the Panthers covering the spread there. Okay. I don't think the jump from the talent jump on the Jets is going to be that much to make this game really competitive. To, to make them not stink. Right. <laughs> That's that's what I was trying to say in a nice in a nice professional like manner. But yeah, you're right. They stink last year. I don't think they're gonna not stink this year. I think they're yeah. still gonna stink. Maybe not as much, but and, they're still gonna stink. And plus Panthers get fucking CMC back. Panthers get CMC back. We'll see if they get better quarterback play from San Darnold. Uh, you think you would? Some guy that could push it down the field. 
They got a really good wide receiving core. That's not a wide receiver group that I'm worried about their depth. <laughs> I think they're going to really establish themselves this year, and uh, I'm excited for them. That that Panthers, keep an eye on that Panthers offense. That might be a sneaky um, good offense. sneaky good offense to look at down the line. Maybe there's some over-unders, maybe them just covering spreads, but we'll see. I mean, their favorites, I haven't looked at the, the Panthers schedule going forward. I'm assuming they're just favorites because they're playing the fucking Jets. Right. But, uh, yeah, if they're playing maybe someone good and the spread's too big, maybe keep an eye on it, could be sneaky. So, you know what? I actually took, like, the opposite position when it came to fantasy. I think Teddy Bridgewater was the reason that that offense was decent last year. Mm-hmm. With CMC being gone, he made Robbie Anderson, like, a number one target. DJ Moore was a fucking pretty, like, what, a low-end one, wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two. And Mike Davis was Mike a good Davis. running back. Yeah. Mike Davis, I think that was the the surprise. But now I Teddy think, Bridgewater is in Denver. I think because of that, guys like Jerry Judy, you know what I'm Cortland Sutton, is he, is he healthy now? I believe he had, so. He had a, that knee injury, right? And then um, Hamler is the other guy's name, I believe. Something like that. <laughs> Melvin Gordon. I feel, I feel like because of that, the Denver offense for fantasy is going to be decent. It's going to be one of those like high-risk, like, low-floor teams, you know? Jerry Judy's probably going to be like five thousand for the next few weeks. Denver, they're the fa- the minus three favorites on the road going to New York. How you feeling? How you feeling, huh? Well, I'll take Denver well, for that. Bonus pick. Are these going to be our, our official picks? Are we riding with these? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how we should. I know we're we're we're, we're fucking, workshopping uh, it. We're workshopping these segments as we go, obviously. But uh, maybe that's how we do it. We get three NFL picks. We start off with two games to watch. Hey man, I'm and not. Then, gonna- and then the Bears game. I'm not going to bring the umbrella to the rainstorm. Let's fucking run with it, baby. And then the bear, <laughs> and then the Bears game will wrap up. That that'll give us our third pick for the. Uh, and then you can throw in your bonus place if you see you know, something that catches your eye, like like we some things you, I like have we, to. Like we told you earlier, don't get excited and bet every single game. Like big hit with his fucking forty eight forty eight picks on week one of college. By the way, did you? Excuse me, did you? Have any college football plays last week? I actually didn't really play it. Um, Good for you, sir. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to watch it. Also, I didn't didn't really go into the year knowing much. Oh, me neither. But it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just I, I didn't I didn't really want to dabble with it, especially with I feel like I'm gonna bet heavy for this week one of yeah. NFL. Yeah, to me it was it was more of a I'm, I'm putting some money on this so I can so I can watch it because <laughs> I, I am you. because I am just starting to get into the habit of watching some college sports so and that way you'll have a little bit more invested yeah yeah so literally congratulations to Hayden as Hector uh, last week he revealed that he's going to be a t- Texas Longhorns fan and they covered the the spread against the raging what was it raging Cajuns something like that eight point spread covered it easy no problem. Hector sent me a text, hook him horns. He was excited. He had his burnt orange on. He was ready to go. My uh, my Hurricanes did not do as well against Alabama. No, no, they did not. Yeah, it's, fucking, it's Alabama. It's a make or miss league, you know, sometimes. though I mean, the worst part was <laughs> the turnover chain that got overturned. And he, he had to give the turnover chain back. Like, come on. Dude. Take that shit back. And you were down like 24 points at that point. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. If, if you're down big, don't. Don't don't celebrate. Yeah, that bad. That's bad. bad like, you can high five your teammates or whatever. But just don't run to the uh, to the end zone and take the team group photo like in the NFL and shit like that. Just try to stay away. Do you think taunting is going to be a thing for the first couple of weeks? Oh, with that, with that new rule. I hope not. I yeah, 
Yeah, that new Thompson rule is pretty weak, man. So pretty yeah, weak. Did you see the the when that rule first got announced? They sent out the video to teams you, for like three different plays, and you're like, really? This is gonna get people penalized? It can't be directed towards a player. That's soft. So you can you can you can taunt as long as it's not towards specific player. What about when like a, a defensive lineman or a linebacker they get a quarterback on a sack and they start yelling at him? I'm gonna be here all day, all day. You better get used to it. I'm gonna be here all day. He better be yelling the other way. <sighs> like that's I fucking or, hate that man. Aaron Rodgers already said his uh discount double check. <laughs> he he's gonna do it away from the player that didn't didn't tackle him or <laughs> whatever. Oh, but yeah, and I hope that rule doesn't. Isn't Change an impact game. in the yeah. game? Yeah, I mean, if you get it randomly called, I don't know. See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for it as long as they're not standing there for an exuberant amount of time. I think we all can understand when it's all right, man. Cool it. You're pushing it, right? But if you get up and you just flex a little in his face and you, you like, yeah, that's yeah. right, and you who turn around and you walk away, yeah, who gives a fuck? But you know what? I kind of like those. But if I'm walking back to your own sideline, flexing at you the entire time, not even paying attention to my huddle, and it's like, all right, get the fuck out of here. But you kind of like those like exaggerated ass fucking taunts. Everyone remembers the to taking the sharpie. That's a celebration. That's not a taunt. Yeah, it was taunting. <laughs> he was trolling like the audience, right? The viewing audience. But I wouldn't call it a taunt to the other team. That's cocky. What sure. if he What if he signs a ball and gives it to the guy he just burnt? Yes, that's taunt. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, throw throw the flag fifteen yards, whatever the penalty is going to be. But was it Joe Horn that had the the phone? The cell phone? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's baller though. That must be uncomfortable. Like you don't know when your time's coming and all of a sudden you get, you have to keep that phone in your in your I mean sitting with a Sharpie, but I would imagine the phone is a lot more uncomfortable. No, he had the phone stashed. Oh yeah, under, under the that was under the, the pads, right? In the cold bolt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean running with a Sharpie in your fucking sock. And still burning someone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you tape it down? I mean, how does that work? Like, aren't their ankles always, like, taped the fuck up? I don't know. I don't tape anything down. <laughs> all right. Any other? Uh, I think I think we're good for the slate. We don't want to keep hammering all these all these, all these, these uh, games because we're not professionals. One. Uh, two, we don't want you to bet on all these games. And we don't want you to blame us when you lose your picks. Right. We literally just said don't bet on every game, so we're not going to have eight picks each. <laughs> right. But it is an exciting, exciting uh, first week one, first opening slate of football. We're definitely excited because football is back. More importantly, the Bears are back. Duh! Let's fucking go. Duh! The Bears are back. Yes, <laughs> they're back. Yes, they're back. Yes, they're back. Back, back. Yes, they're back. Yes, they're back. Yes, they're back. Back, back. Andy Dalton is your quarterback. <laughs> Why'd you do that, man? Come on. Is he your quarterback? He's not my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't vote for Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do have the same hair. Oh, fresh fade, man. Yeah, true. A fresh fade. I need a haircut this weekend. Anyways. <laughs> Bears are back traveling to L.A. to take on the Los Angeles Rams. That's still a little weird to say, right? Um. You think you got used I'm a, to it? I'm a little used to it, but yeah, it is, it is still a little weird. I still I still mix up the San Oakland. Diego. No, the Oakland. I always get San Diego wrong. I still want to say the Oakland Raiders. Cool. But no. Uh, yeah, the Bears play Monday night. I mean, uh, the Bears play Sunday night, I should say. Bears, Sunday night, traveling to L.A., getting seven and a half points on the road. 
primetime game. Primetime game. Annie Dalton is your starter. Injury report. Early reactions from the injury report that were... Alarming Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman. That one's alarming because I saw reports from some beat reporters that they're having some defensive tackles come in to try out. So that means he may so not this, be ready for a while. Yeah, which is really concerning because Eddie Goldman's a big part of that interior defensive line. Him and Akeem Hicks just wrecking the inside of lines. So that's a little, it was a little worrisome. Cleo Mack, questionable. Jimmy Graham resting. Resting vet is the resting fucking... The, that's a designation for yeah. him. That's that's a good fucking life right there. I'm fucking old, man. I'm old, man. Just, <laughs> just let me be. Just just let me sit here for a minute. <laughs> so the the one the other one that worried me was Robert Quinn back limited participant. So the reason that worries me is because he was fucking gone, not gone, but he didn't do shit last year because his back. Yeah, and the fact that it's still lingering, like it's been a whole fucking year. What did he, what did you do in the off season? Did you do anything to help rehab it or? Yeah. That that is very concerning because um, Khalil Mack is going to need some help, especially if Eddie Goldman's not going to be there to rotate with Akeem Hicks. And he's kind of in the same, not as much as the same boat as Jimmy Graham, but he's not a spring chicken anymore. Khalil Mack needs his rest. You know, he's going to be taking plays off when he can and stuff. And they're going to try to fucking hold him for third down so that yeah. you know that he's going to be rushing. Right, right. So yeah, I don't know if you can count on Khalil Mack being out there for all, for every defensive snap, and you know you got to find time for him. So if that's the case, and you need. Robert Quinn on the other side pulling his weight with that contract he signed and some help in the interior. And like I said, that Goldman news, not great for the Bears. And actually, I think Robert Quinn is getting paid more than Khalil Mack per season. Yeah. That was a big contract. I, th- I think they're even trying to do something right now where they make his bonuses into, like, guaranteed money so they can save a little bit on the cap. But the thing that sucks about that is the fact that you're hoping Ryan Pace does the right thing. Like, oh sure, no problem. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's pull the track record. Oh man, he drafted a guy because he had an old car. Shout out, Mitch. Don't remind me, of Mitch, man. Where's Hayden Hector, man? We're past that. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm, we're not going to talk about that at all. He and Hector go 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 pound sand somewhere, buddy. We're not going to talk about Mitch anymore. So, would you be happy if, if sometime in the middle of the game, Justin Fields comes out? No warning. It wasn't the fact that Andy Dalton got hurt for some reason. Nagy's just like, can't do it, won't do it. So you're talking about having like a fields package where he comes in for a handful of plays? Or for, or are you talking about him taking over as a starter? Him taking over. Oh, I'd be happy. See, That's I, what I want all along. I, I don't think they can do like the packages outside of the goal line. I can see goal line or like third and short, fourth and short. For like for like any, for, for Justin, Justin Fields, fields packages, right? Right. I, I don't think that they can put him in, like, a first down play. The reason is because if he just fucking throws a seed for, like, 75 yards, every Bears <laughs> fan is going to be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I, I don't want to see a Justin Fields package at all. Don't bring him in for trick plays. Don't bring him in for goal line situations. None of that. <laughs> I, I, I No. If you're going to put Justin Fields on the field, I want him to take over as a starter. Don't give us, don't tease us with a couple plays here and there. I think it's stupid. That's just as dumb as you saying he's not ready because he's going to get hurt starting week one. Not you, I'm talking about the Bears. He's not ready, blah, blah, blah. If he's not ready, then he shouldn't play at all. If you want him to sit behind and learn behind Andy Dalton, let him sit on the sidelines with a clipboard and an earpiece in his, in his ear. Do not bring him in for You think plays. he's a visor guy? Fields? No, man, he's got that headband. Okay. Headband holding up the hair. I'm saying 
but don't don't bring him in for trick plays. I Nagy, I know you love running all these tricky all this tricky shit. I don't want to see it. You don't want to see the tight end throw him a pass or something? Sure. If the tight end, <laughs> if, let, let every tight end in the game. Let, don't we have like eight of them and still? Put them all in and let them throw completion passes, whatever. I, I don't want Justin Fields to see that field unless he's taking over the starting quarterback position. What do you think? How do you think realistic game theory, what do you think is going to happen in the game? What do you think is going to be the outcome? What do you think is going to be like the style of game? Things of that nature. Uh, I don't think the Bears are going to do much offensively. I don't trust uh, Andy Dalton to move this offense efficiently, especially with the the defense that the Rams are going to be running at him. Darnell Mooney also a limited participant in practice. Yep. I mean, there's going to be a couple plays here and there where, you know, your eyes open up. Maybe uh, a deep ball to Allen Robinson. Maybe Cole Komet makes a play. Maybe there's a, you know, David Montgomery breaks a tackle for a nice game. But overall, I don't I don't expect Andy Dalton in this offense to move in an effective manner down the field to make any real difference in this game. So I don't think they're going to be – There's I don't think there's going to be much scoring on the Bears' side of the ball. And the Rams, I mean, it's Sean McVay. And now he got an upgrade at quarterback in Matthew yeah, Stafford. They know how to game plan. They got the weapons. I don't care if Cam Akers is hurt. They're going to figure it out. So the the wording that Sean McVay has been using for Matthew Stafford is the fact that he says that he can activate different parts of their offense. Activate. Which, that's exactly like what I was like. <laughs> Like systems on, like systems on, and it's kind of scary because with golf, they were still a pretty good offense, yeah, right, especially the first two years. Yep. And I have Matthew Stafford, which we always make fun of him for being the Hall of Fame quarterback that he is. But that's not his fault. That's the, the Lions' stink. fault. <laughs> We've seen Matthew Stafford twice a year for as many years as he's been in the league. It's never been Matthew Stafford's fault that the Lions stink. So because of that, do you think that? They have an advantage of the fact that he's seen the Bears defense. Yes, one hundred percent. So you got that advantage. Add in shopping Bay in that offense. I think Matthew Savage is going to pick him apart, man. I think he's. He, I don't think he fears this. I don't think he's going to fear this Bears offense at all. I don't. I don't think so either. At all. So that line has to get to him. That line has to make him uncomfortable. If he's comfortable enough to face this defense, and he's comfortable in Sean McVay's offense, and trust him. What do the Bears got to do? Make them uncomfortable. Hit them in the math. Make them uncomfortable. If the D-line isn't doing this job, you better send some blitzers in there. Better dial it up, which is what the Bears said now that they were going to try to do more. They were going to try to go back to that Vic Fangio defense. So that's what the Bears need to do. Can they get it done? So this is going to be my whiskey pick, the under for this game, 46 and a half points. Let's go. Uh, in, In my brain, I feel like, a correct score is going to be like 24 to 10 Rams, 24 to 13 Rams, something along those lines. 24 to 13. That still covers the spread. Okay. Yeah, 37. They'd be like <laughs> nine points. Oh, covers the spread. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what my pick is going to be. I, I, I would lean for my pick for this game. It's funny. Like you said, you said this last week. When the line first came out, I was on my Bears high. Got Justin Fields. I thought they're going to make the right choice to let him start. I was all excited, you know. Not anymore, because I don't trust Mac Nagy. I don't trust that offense unless I see it. Like it's literally a, a prove it to me. It's a show me offense. That line too. Nagy. That line too is scary. Yeah, I mean they're barely. They're just now coming together, getting some practices in together. So a lot of conditioning has been questioned about just uh, 
about uh, Jason Peters. See how much he can hold up. He's been fishing. Yeah, we we get it. He's been right. fishing, but he's also an All Pro Hall of Famer. And just let him get back into shape. He'll. You hope that right. his conditioning will be there. Hopefully, they take a little pressure off him too and run the ball more to the other side. So, do you think there's going to be a Floyd revenge game? No, he already had his revenge game. Remember, <laughs> didn't he have like fucking like three sacks last year and a pick last year? Yeah, I think so. He had a big game. Maybe I'm exaggerating the stats a little bit, but I remember he was making an impact a lot. He was that's an info. Get on he it. He's definitely chasing down. So he had his revenge game last week. Year, year, true, true. So my pick for this game is going to be the Rams minus seven and a half to cover on Sunday night against the beloved Chicago Bears. Leonard Floyd did have two sacks. There you go. Boom. Revenge game. <laughs> like we talked about earlier, the revenge game is definitely a thing. One hundred percent. So he had his revenge already, huh? Yeah. Is there? Can you have multiple revenge? Uh, games? I was just about to ask that. Is there a stat somewhere? I feel like maybe Can if you get double revenge, if you if you feel like you've been wronged and you still hold that grudge against that team, then maybe. But I feel like he got it out. I mean, he's on the better team. He had a good game. Yeah, but he got paid. Sometimes these players need that just a little extra oomph. I know. I know. Like a lot of times, people in our fucking seats are like. You sure need that extra motivation. You're a fucking pro. But, like, let's be real. They're still people. Yeah. They're still human. They still drive on motors. And it's the reason why the fucking LSU championship hype video gets me hyped. Every fucking time, baby. Every time, it, every time I, I see it, I have to hit play. 60 miles. And I got this way. For a 60-minute game. <laughs> and I actually think that guy got hired. He was a he was a student. The editor or the narrator? The er- editor, I believe. Well, he did all the videos. Yeah. He did all the videos all year. I I, I want to say it was just like for fun. He wasn't like the fucking yeah. That wasn't his job. He was like, "Hey guys, let me just make some weekly hype videos for you guys." And it was heat, heat. So we already did our whiskey picks. I know I got my picks wrong, so I'm gonna take a quick shot through the hot. Mine is still pending. Uh, My pick was the Cowboys, right to cover. Oh, that's true. You fucking you gonna you gonna give me the eight and a half, or you gonna let me? You gonna have to let me ride with the seven Um, and a half. What was my first point? When you take, <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So am I? So you're making me stick to the seven and a half. Yeah, but you have to take a shot me. for just cause. If I take a shot, can I get the eight and a half? Yeah, I give you a point for a shot. Deal. I'll take it. Get the buff on them. So you, <laughs> so you lost your parlay. Your poorly explained parlay. That's probably why you lost it. To be honest, I'm just saying. I meant the Orioles versus Yankees, but you didn't saying. let me finish. <laughs> Uh, we gonna do makers or uh, no? Keep to you know it, you know it, it's football season. No, l- l- let's do makers. Let's not punish ourselves going into. Let's bring in the year with good vibes. I felt good today. I got excited. All the Bears talk. I'm hyped for tomorrow. Where are we at tomorrow? I don't know. We got to figure out. I mean, if we're gonna take the if we recorded this early so we can have the I mean day off tomorrow to watch the game, then we might as well make somewhere. it worth it. Might as well make it worth it. I don't know. PKs it is. Oh, easy. I was going to say output, but sure. <laughs> that took a lot to convince you. Oh, I guess. You gonna say. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. What am I doing here? Do you guys got you guys got sound on the game? Or no? Just music? All right, cool. <laughs> You're, you know what? I'm already... I already retract my shit about the uh, Drake album. I'm already, Are you liking it? No, no, no. Uh, I didn't say I liked that. I said it was just better than Donda. Dunda, 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 Dunda. Um, I'm really annoyed by the song "Way Too Sexy." It's not a good song. 
not a good song and also it's already been it's already been overused by like people on instagram and all those tiktok yeah yeah when i when i heard it i i got like halfway through it and i i think my my wife was playing it and i got halfway through and i was like all right next song turn this shit off (laughs) it's it's gonna be like people on twitter and instagram that put the uh, little airplane to let people know that they travel often it's gonna be like that it's just gonna be people that are gonna be playing that song like guys are gonna be dressed up with, with the drip. Ch- yeah with chains and shit like that chains rings fresh hat minus the white Sox players the annie dalton fade true ryan Fucking pace fade. Blur- better fade dalton or brian pace dalton. dalton that shit was blurry because it's because it it's red it was blurry as fuck man you couldn't see where it that started contrast. and ended it helps that he has a beard too that's true yeah if ryan pace had a beard maybe maybe that fade would be crispy too and we've already concluded that beards give men strength that's why cap is weak <laughs> We've we've said this what two three times already on the that's yeah yeah it was a while ago when we brought that up. Cheers though. Salute to a uh, the beginning of a NFL season. Bears Our favorite su- sport is back. Surprise us, Bears. Hopefully the Get Bears us. don't disappoint us. Salute. All right. Well, with that, don't forget to visit tribecoffeeco.com. Use promo code YAPSHY for ten percent off of your order. Don't forget to check out that Cafe Loya cold brew. That's hot. Hit them, everyone. Hits them. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter at YapChicago underscore or on Instagram at YapChicago. Give us a call with your picks. Do we lose you money? Do we make you money? What were your picks? What are we overlooking? What's your betting strategy? Give us a call. Leave us a message. 312-985-6006. And everyone, please call us. Call in and please tell us how much you miss Cap for his recaps and everything. Maybe we should get recap. I mean, we should get Cap in for his recaps for the NFL football season. You know what I'm saying? That would be. Can, can you guys please tell him? Leave leave comments. Again, we're gonna plan this on air. Show meeting. Maybe we should have Cap do at least a Bears recap of what happened in the game. That's very true. We'll talk about it. We'll see what's going on. Have a happy NFL Sunday Week One for Lee's. My name's Edgar Perez. This is Yap Chicago. Watch Untold Crime and Penalties. It's a good-ass documentary on Netflix. The fuck?